Hello, I'm Dr. Jay Greenspan. Most every parent has experienced their child having a fever, and it causes many parents to worry. But is fever always a bad thing? To help us explore this and other questions about fever is Dr. Bill McNett, a general pediatrician who practices at our Jefferson campus in Center City, Philadelphia. So welcome to Pediatric Chat, Bill. Thanks. And also joining me is my co-host, Paul. Hello, Jay. So, Bill, many parents worry about the big bad fever in their child. Mm-hmm. What is fever? Technically, a fever is over 100.4 Fahrenheit. Usually, it's a natural response to uh, inflammation in the body. Most likely, it's from infection. is the most common cause for fever. You know, fever isn't necessarily bad. And can fever be a good thing? Uh, actually, we like fever. That's how our body fights infections. And mm-hmm. so, it's pretty helpful. Some parents will ask, well, how do you take temperature? You know, what's the right way? The gold standard is, you know, 100.4. It's a rectal temperature. Mm. Uh, but we encourage parents not to use that method, that using oral or under the arm or even using one of the ear thermometers, mm. so pretty accurate over the age of six months. And the bottom line, if your child feels hot, there probably is a fever. Yeah. Bill, what about some of the scan thermometers where you... Uh, rub them across the forehead. Do you recommend mm-hmm. using those at all for sleeping children? Yeah, those are no, those are fine to use. Um, sometimes, um, again, they're not as accurate. And fevers will, temperature will change over a period of time. So even though initially they may not register a, temp, a fever, uh, you know, trying it again, see if it happens again. Um, but we've had families who have gone out and buy three or four different kinds of thermometers to see what works best. Um, and we don't recommend that. Any method is probably fine. So, Bill, we've decided my child has a fever. What do I do? When am I worried? When do I need to see you? When I talk to parents about fever, I usually am looking for other kinds of symptoms. Pain can be common. And so I tell parents, if it's just a fever and their child is acting okay, is drinking okay, doesn't seem to be in any pain, that we don't necessarily need to use any medication to help with that fever, just to let nature take its course, let the body fight this infection. This is a very effective way of fighting infection uh, when we raise our body temperature. Don't have to worry too much about the number per se. Not initially. We don't. We are really kind of looking for if there's a fever or not. I get worried when uh, when the fevers get higher and the child's in pain and the, maybe the fever is not responding to the Tylenol or to the Motrin, whichever the parents are using. Um, Those are the fevers that I would like to see in the office. Mm -hmm. Or if a child has fever more than two to three days and they're still acting okay, sometimes I would like to see those kids too, depending Mm -hmm. on the age of the child. Tylenol, Motrin? You know, uh, we get asked this question all the time. And what we tell parents is choose one and whichever one works better for you or your child, that's the one you should use. It may be a matter of taste for some kids. It may be a matter of, you know, Motrin may be a little bit more effective for some kids than the Tylenol and vice versa. So I think if you talk to 10 pediatricians, they'll tell you 10 different answers about which one to use. And the bottom line is we don't have a lot of good information as to which one works better. Do you ever find that using both works better? A few years ago, more than a few years ago, there was a good study that came out about alternating Tylenol and Motrin, and it certainly did do a good job of keeping fever down. What we found out also is that we got into trouble, that people were overdosing because they couldn't remember which one they used prior to that, or that um, we were kind of fever phobic. We were trying to desperately keep a fever down when there really wasn't necessary. So What I tell parents is choose one, stick with it, use it appropriately, use it at the right dose, 
and that we're looking for intervention, meaning that the fever is responding to whichever medication you're using. Mm-hmm. And if even if it's just one or two degrees, that tells us that it's making their child more comfortable. And that's mm-hmm. what we're really looking for. So stay in touch with your pediatrician or your provider, but you don't necessarily have to run and hit the panic sign. Not if it's just fever. Right. So in pediatrics, we get very nervous when newborns and infants mm-hmm. get a fever. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of guidelines do you have for parents for little ones? So when babies are first born, before parents leave the hospital, we usually talk about if your baby has a fever before six weeks of age. That's something that we do need to see in the, in the office or in the emergency room. After six weeks of age, we definitely want to hear about this. Frequently, we will see a child between six weeks and maybe three months in the office just to be sure everything is okay. And then after, you know, three to four months, you know, there's a lot of things we can do over the phone. So Bill, sometimes young ones get a high fever that goes up very quickly, and they actually end up having a seizure at home. Uh, How do you advise families when that happens? Mm -hmm. Those are not that uncommon and uh, very scary when they do happen. And a lot of times we don't know that the fever is going up so quickly. That's usually what tells us that there is an infection because now the child has had a seizure and then you find that he or she has a temperature or a fever. So once it happens, we know it can happen again. Uh, Usually febrile seizures are not medically serious. Um, They usually last less than five or 10 minutes, much less than that, and that they don't cause brain damage. But it can be very scary as you're going through that. So those families, we actually, you know, more out of concern for the family, we'll talk about, you know, those kids. When they get a fever, maybe we should treat more aggressively um, just to prevent that from happening. Because we know that once it happens, it can happen again to have a febrile seizure. But they're, that, they're, they're pretty common. Is there a certain age where a child having a febrile seizure would be out of the norm? We see them between six months of age and six years of age. So if it happens outside of that, that always makes us pause that there may be another reason for the seizure. Even within that age group, uh, you have to think about potentially other causes for seizure and that the fever just may have precipitated a seizure disorder that was going to happen anyway. So it doesn't mean that it's always a febrile seizure, but nine times out of 10, it's going to be. Two other common scenarios I hear about are, you know, uh, immunizations. So my child just had a mm-hmm. shot. Now he has a fever. Mm-hmm. Something wrong with the shot. Mm-hmm. No, that's how the shot works. We expect that to happen. And hopefully when parents are uh, consenting to immunizations or allowing their kids to get them, that someone is counseling them that a fever, a fever can occur. Depending on the vaccine, sometimes the fever happens within 24 hours. Um, and that's very normal. For certain vaccines like MMR or chickenpox vaccine, it can happen much later, like a week later, a week to 10 days, really? that you can have a reaction from that vaccine much later. And that's just your body's way of responding to the vaccine. It is. Yeah, it's just part of the process. Usually the fever is not high. Usually it's a low-grade fever. Mm-hmm. But uh, we tell parents, you know, to give us a call. We'll talk you through it. No reason to panic. But hopefully the parents are prepared for that. Okay. They, they expect it to happen. But it's not anything wrong with the vaccine. And then I also hear about teething all the time. You know, mm-hmm. d- does teething cause a fever? The simple answer is no. The real answer is, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But it usually it's a very low-grade fever, yeah. you know, maybe 100.2, 100.6. But it's not going to be a fever of 101 or 102. When parents call saying, my, my child's teething and their temperature is 102, I'm usually looking for another source for the fever, okay. not because of teething. Great. Sometimes we never know. Sometimes, I mean, there are those instances that's the only thing we can find. But that's not what we expect. Great. So my take-home message from this, Bill, and it's been a great conversation, is you know, fever can be our friend. It's not something to be feared in and of itself. Check for other things going on. 
maybe contact your provider, your pediatrician, or your doctor or nurse practitioner to go over it if you're uncomfortable. But usually these go away, and um, they're just our body's way of fighting. Mm-hmm. It is. And the other caveat to that is sometimes, especially for first-time parents or first fever, a lot of times we do like to see them just so we can educate the parents about fever. Great information. Thanks for joining us. Sure. No, it's my pleasure. To our listeners, if you have a question about this topic, or if there's another topic you'd like us to explore in a future pediatric chat, you can send it to us by using the question portal on our webpage. And be sure to view our library for more pediatric chat programs. I'm Dr. Jay Greenspan, and thanks for listening.